10 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Sundays. Don't plan your landscaping project without a visit to Marine City Nursery. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury Bath and Mobility Remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Bottom of the first inning, Richmond coming up to bat. First pitch to Trey Taylor was a called strike 0-1. On the mound for Yale, Nolan Ramos. Second pitch, breaking ball, catches the knees 0-2. Nolan Ramos in the windup. The 0-2 fastball way away. Easy take for the third baseman, Taylor. Ramo works from the windup straight up. Scoreless here in the bottom of the first. The 2-1 swing. Chopper to short. Picking it up on a chest high hop. Carolden throws across the diamond and retires Trey Taylor to start off the bottom of the first. Let's meet the rest of the Richmond starting nine. Batting second, the right fielder, Anthony Benetti. Batting third, the shortstop, Bryce Wesley. Jackson Jones bats fourth in left field. Skyler Lowers bats fifth at first base. The catcher, Blake Esselink, bats sixth. Charlie Hitzelberger, the designated hitter, bats seventh. Colton Bartels batting eighth at second base. And Luke Pastushin in center field batting ninth. Again, facing the right arm of Nolan Ramo on the mound for Yale. Yale trying to get the sweep. Sure, a lot of Algonac fans are very much hoping that comes to fruition. The first pitch to Benetti misses low and well, bounces to the backstop. Anthony Benetti had a heck of a game. He had three really nice at-bats. He laid down a bunt base hit. He smoked a shot in the left center gap that, had it been here at Richmond, may have had a chance to find the, find the outfield wall, and he might have been on a round tripper. The 1-0 curveball doesn't break enough, misses up the ladder 2-0. Two balls, no strikes to Benetti. Scoreless, bottom of the first inning. Nobody on, one away. 2-0, misses low, 3-0. Benetti working a nice at-bat, starting the or the second batter here in the bottom of the first. The 3-0, breaking ball, just gets the top of the zone. 3-1. and one. Ramo. Keeps the feet close together, takes a step, turns in the windup. 3-1, breaking ball low and away. Easy take for Anthony Bonetti. He reaches the one-out walk, brings it to the shortstop, Bryce Wesley, hitting out of the three spot today. Wesley trying to help get. Richmond on top early. They need this game. They are now a game behind Algonac in the BWAC standings. Only, including today, only three games left. First pitch misses away. Ball one to Wesley. Lead off a of first for Benetti. Big aggressive lead. Ramo. 
holding stat, the throw over, and it was down the first baseline. All Harrison could do is reach out and grab it. No chance for the tag, but Benetti playing with fire. He's got a big, big lead, and if he doesn't go back right away on a pickoff attempt, he won't get there. Throw over to first. Gets away from Harrison, and well, it worked out for Benetti. Forces the bad throw, and Benetti now in scoring position on the error. Benetti on second, one away. Bryce Wesley at the plate. Richmond trying to net the first runs of the ball game. The 1-0 to Wesley. Fastball was that a, the umpire turn, but I wasn't sure if he called a strike. I think he said away. So we're going to guess 2-0. Had a few umpires this week that just don't give very definitive singles. Signals. The 2-0 fouled out of play. Two balls and a strike. Ramo on the mound. Takes some time. Got a chilly day. Sun's been shining. Temperatures, well, they've been struggling to get over 50 today. And we're in the middle part of May. 2-1, breaking ball to Wesley. Drops in outer third of the plate for a strike. Two balls, two strikes. Ramo coming set. Looks back at Benetti a couple times at second base. Delivers. Misses low. Ball three, three, and two. Three balls, two strikes, runner on second, one away. Ramo coming set, the delivery to Wesley, curveball, misses. Ball four, back-to-back walks from Ramo. Runners on first and second, one away for the power bat of Jackson Jones. And we're going to have a meeting on the mound early. Brian Fowler and his staff know that, well, if Richmond gets on top of you, they're going to be a tough team to claw back into. Whole Yale infield comes to meet. There's Jackson Jones, a chance to put a, a couple early runs up for Richmond. Richmond did score first on Monday. They scored two in the second, and they'd only put up one more the rest of the game, and it took to the top of the seventh. Everyone returns to their positions. Jackson Jones coming into bat. Runner on second, Panetti. Runner on first, Wesley. Big at bat here in the first inning. Still scoreless, but Richmond threatening. Ramo working out of the stretch. Swing, tapper, third base coming into field at Morton. Throws across the diamond, and they get Jones by a step. Puts two runners in scoring position as Benetti goes to third and Wesley moves up to second. But the ground out for Jones puts Skyler Lowers up to bat. Now batting the first baseman, number four, Skyler Lowers. Lowers, right-handed bat, crowding the plate. Ramo working out of the windup. First pitch, breaking ball over at the belt. Ramo not afraid to throw some soft stuff early. Try to keep the Richmond batters off balance. 
Two on, two away here in the bottom of the first. Richmond trying to take the early lead. 0-1, misses up high. 1-1, one and one. that's where Ramos has been missing. He's been missing up the ladder. Lowers, first baseman today. Pitched back on Monday. Swing, ground ball, grabbed by the pitcher, Ramo. He'll run over to first, underhand flip to Harrison, and Yale gets out of the jam. Two aboard for Richmond, can't do anything with it. We've played an inning, still scoreless. We head to the second. You're listening to High School Baseball and get stuck on sports.com. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Come for the food and stay for the family atmosphere. Try all of Chef Susie's world-famous homemade soups and sauces. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin also does carry out. Call 810-378-5565. Whether you want a great steak or their delicious fettuccine Alfredo, they have a menu for all tastes with daily specials. So come to the place where no one is a stranger, the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Hey guys, my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag, let me tell you what, he knows quality appliances and how to make your home run smoother. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made appliances from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen forever. It's high-efficiency front and top load washers will not only save you money, but handle your laundry in half the time. Miller Maytag's main goal is to satisfy all your appliance needs. Stop in today a quarter of a mile south of McLaren Hospital. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Top of the second inning. Scoreless between Yale and Richmond. Middle of the order, due up for Yale, Harrison, Morton, Jakubiak. First pitch to Harrison, a called strike on a fastball. Grant Van Slambrook back on the mound for his second inning. Works out of the windup, slightly tilted towards the third base. Slowly works into the motion as the 0-1 just misses low and away. Umpire set away, and again, some umpires like to push away, but when the strike call is going up with the right hand, when you say it missed outside, it can look like a strike call. The 1-1, breaking ball too low. Looked like a little bit of a change-up action to Harrison. 2-1. and one. Richmond in their home white uniforms with p- the pinstripes, the English R on the left side of the chest. It's a good look for the Blue Devils as the 2-1 over for a strike. Blue hat. Richmond has some nice-looking uniforms in Yale. Blue tops, gray pants, and big old letters on the back, or numbers on the back for Yale. Is a 2-2, chased it up the ladder. Harrison swings through it. Second strikeout of the day for Van Slambrook. Brings up Chazen Morton. He had a really good day back on Monday. Morton. And the win over Richmond drew a walk, doubled, and singled and was the game-winning run. 
First pitch to Morton, swing and a chopper to short. Charging hard, Wesley fields it on the edge of the infield grass. Throws across the first and a heck of a stretch by Skyler Lowers. He went up and out to get it and just the last part of his cleat was on first base when he grabbed it. Nice play by Lowers and it's two down very quickly in the Yale half of the second. Connor Jakubiak coming up to bat. Grant Van Slambrook looking for a pretty quiet, pretty easy second inning. Scoreless here in the top of the second. First pitch to Jakubiak. Fastball over at the letters. Strike one. Van Slambrook keeps the glove over his chin. Gets the sign from the catcher Esselink. Brings it down to the belt as he moves into the motion. The 0-1 breaking ball too low. One ball, one strike. Kubiak, right-handed batter, upright stance, slight bend in the knee. Rest the bat on the right shoulder as Van Slambrook delivers. Fastball. Believe that was a called ball. Two and one. Van Slambrook dusts off the mound a bit. The righty for Richmond works into his very deliberate motion. The 2-1 pitch, swing, and a high chopper right side of the infield. Hits off the glove of Lowers. Tried to get it on the backhand. It would have been an awkward play. But Jakubiak reaches, and that will send it to the freshman, Cole Peltier. Runner on first with two away. Top the second scoreless between Yale and Richmond. Peltier trying to get a two-out rally started. The second inning back on Monday, Yale scored a run with nobody on and two away. They were able to get a guy on, a, a fielder's choice that didn't record an out, kept people on base, and, well, a couple hit batters later, and they added an extra run. Proved to be pivotal in their 4-3 to three win. Van Slambrook comes set. Peltier showing bunt. Pulls it back. Going down to second. Jakubiak and Esselink just couldn't handle the pitch. The transfer. He caught it and tried to throw quickly. Lost it. Jakubiak gets the stolen base. And now a runner in scoring position for Peltier. If he can find some outfield grass, Yale has an, ap- an opportunity to take an early lead here in the top of the second. Eslink went out to talk with Van Slambrook just for a moment. Now back behind the dish. Peltier stands in the right-handed batter's box. Connor Jakubiak out on the second base bag. 1-0 the count to the right fielder Peltier. Yale trying to net the game's first run. Coming set. Van Slambrook, short leg kick, swing, and a ground ball to the left side. Knocked down by Taylor. Throw to first, and it's over the head of Lowers. And Jakubiak will head to third. He was holding at second, so the throw, the bad throw does not bring in a run, but it will continue the inning. Back-to-back errors, and there's runners on the corners. And the infield being called in. No coach coming out. But Richmond does not want a repeat of what happened on Monday where an error in the seventh inning helped propel Yale to the walk-off hit. Brings up Nolan Ramo. And the pitcher 
trying to find a knot, give himself the league when he goes back on the bump in the bottom half of the inning. Everyone back to their positions. Ramo in the box. Closed off stance on the right side. Runner on third, Jakubiak. Runner on first, Peltier. Quick move over to first. Peltier back in easily. Runners on first and third and two away. Don't know how many games that Yale might try to play on the base pass. Healthy leadoff of first for Peltier. Jakubiak close to the third base bag. Showing bunt, pulling back, going down to second, and now trying to get in a rundown Peltier. He's running over to second. They throw to second. Jakubiak home the throw, up the tag, not in time. Jakubiak underneath the tag, and it worked to perfection. The throw had him beat, but Esselink had to reach up above the shoulders, and when he came down for the tag, the leg of Jakubiak had touched home plate, and another two-out rally for Yale. Nets the game's first run. They don't even have a hit yet today. It was a pair of errors and then some first and third shenanigans that give the technical double steal. And Jakubiak's home, one nothing Yale, top of the second inning. Nolan Ramo has a runner now at second in Peltier. And a chance to give Yale an even bigger lead, give him a little bit of cushion when he goes back out on the mound. Van Slambrook coming said he's been just fine on the mound. Swing and a ground ball left side field on the chest tie hop by Lowers. Throw to first and not in time. It pulled Ramo off the bag and Lowers tagged Ramo and I believe they're going to say he beat him to the bag anyway. Scott Evans will come out of the dugout asking for help. It was hard to tell if Ramo did beat the tag to first there was definitely a tag now if the first base umpire says well I know he tagged him he just won the race to the bag that's one thing but if they're saying there was no missed tag that's a different story you can ask for help Scott Evans comes out and asks for the umpires to meet and they will the throw pulled him off and they're going to say there was a tag and that will be the final out so Base umpire thought there was the tag. Home plate umpire says there was, and that will do it for the top of the second. Yale gets a run across on a couple of errors and a double steal. We head to the bottom of two. Yale one, Richmond nothing. You're listening to High School Baseball and get stuck on sports.com. Since 1924, St. Clair Landscape and Irrigation has been the leader in the landscape construction industry, handling custom stone walls, brick pavers, tree moving, grading, hydro seeding, sod installation, and more. For a free estimate, give Matt a call at 810-326-1622 or at 810-329-2751. Trust a leader, St. Clair Landscape and Irrigation. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. 
Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. One to nothing, Yale on top of Richmond. Here in the bottom of the second, first pitch to Esselink misses for a ball. Esselink hits Oberger Bartels due up. The 1-0 pitch called, strike one and one. Nolan Ramo back on the mound. He's working with the lead. Yale Bulldogs haven't recorded a hit, but was able to push across the run in the top half of the inning. The 1-1 bounces off a home plate. Easy take for the catcher, Esselink. Two balls and a strike. Blake Gesslink, he's got some, he's a nice bat from the right side. Richmond didn't record a hit in the first inning, but a couple of walks put some base runners on before Raymond was able to get them to bounce out. 2-1, misses 3-1. Ramo hasn't been the most accurate early in this game. Been falling behind Batters in Richmond, you know they're going to take good at-bats. The 3-1 swing, line drive, left field, right at Monarch. He takes a step in, settles under it for the first out. Heck of a hack from Esslink, but it results in out number one. Nobody on, one away. Charlie Hitzelberger comes up to bat the designated hitter. No batting. The designated hitter number one, Charlie Hitzelberger. Hitzelberger bats from the right side. He came in as a replacement. Last game, first pitch, fastball, ooh, called strike. And that was grazing the top of the letters. 0-1 to Hitzelberger. Raymond to the motion, the pitch, that one low. One ball, one strike. one nothing. Yale in the bottom of the second. If Yale wins today, well, there'll be a lot of happy... Muskrat fans, it would give Algonac a share of the league title. The 1-1 swing and a lazy pop-up. Left side of the infield, Carolden works back onto a, just the edge of the outfield grass before he brings it in for out number two. A line out and a pop-out. Bring it to the second baseman, Colton Bartels. Trying to get a runner on this inning for Richmond. Bartels. Bends the knees in the right box. First pitch from Ramo. Who just catches the knees. Been a very liberal strike zone today here in the early going. 0-1. In the motion, Ramo delivers the 0-2. Or the 0-1 called for a strike, 0-2. Ramo looking for the 1-2-3 inning. Be a nice pair to keep... Yale in the lead. Nice response to not let Richmond get a run back. The 0-2 misses high, 1-2. Ramo keeps the glove in front of the belt. The 1-2 pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Shallow left field. Monarch has a beat on it. Settles under it and brings it in for out number three. Richmond goes down in order. 
we head to the third inning. Yale one, Richmond nothing here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Connecticut. Call us at 800-848-5150. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise financial services. Services LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Mama Vicky's Coney Island has been a staple of the Blue Water area for the past century. If you want breakfast or some delicious Coney dogs, Mama Vicky's Coney Island is the place to go. Mama Vicky's offers two convenient locations in downtown Port Huron and in Fort Gratiot. Mama Vicky's North is open 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. six days a week. Their downtown location is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Whether it's for a big game or you just want an affordable meal for the whole family, it's Mama Vicky's Coney Island since 1923. one nothing Yale, top the third. First pitch to Gavin Acker, a strike at the knees. 9-1-2 due up for the Bulldogs. Van Slambrook delivers the 0-1 fastball, outer third of the plate, 0-2. Acker playing second base. Bounces in the right-handed batter's box, the 0-2 fastball. Easy take for Acker. One ball, two strikes. Van Slambrook has not given up a hit through the first two innings, but a couple errors helped net the game's first run for Yale. The one-two, swing and a miss. Half-hearted hack at one near the letters. And Acker goes down swing, first time through the lineup. Van Slambrook fans three as we turn it over, and James Taylor Barr started off the game watching three straight strikes go by. Comes back to the plate. Taylor Barr waits as Van Slambrook delivers a curveball beauty of a first pitch. Looked like it was going to be in on the hands. Drops in inner third of the plate. There's not much you can do with that pitch on on a nothing-nothing count. Van Slambrook, the 0-1. Swing and a miss. He's in Barr's head as he chased one well at the ankles. 0-2. Van Slambrook keeps that glove in front of the chin as he gets the sign from Esselink. The righty into the motion. The 0-2 pitch. Fastball way too high. Maybe trying to overthrow it a bit. On two strike counts, you saw it to Acker, and now you just saw it with Taylor Barr. The fastball has been missing way too high. Not even really chance to offer at anything. The 1-2 fastball away. Wow. We're a little off kilter here in the press box behind home plate. Just, I'd say, slightly on the third base side, but... Man, that seemed like a good one-two pitch from Barr. That's why they don't put the umpire up here, apparently. Time called by Barr. Two balls, two strikes. There wasn't too much protest you could hear from the Richmond side, so 
have to imagine was a bit off the plate. Two and two, the delivery to Bars. Swing and a miss, doesn't matter. Had him chasing out a breaking ball away. Two up, two down via the punch out. With nobody on and two away, brings up Aiden Carolden. His Yale Bulldogs lead it one to nothing here in the top of the third. Carolden on the right side steps in, kicks some dirt around. It's Grant Van Slambrook looking for a second one, two, three inning. Works into the motion. First pitch to Carolden. Fastball low and also outside. Very descriptive home plate umpire today. Van Slambrook. Looks in, Carolden chokes up a bat on the bat just a bit. The 1-0, change up over at the knees for a strike, 1-1. One one. Outfield playing a bit in, especially the opposite field. Benetti, a couple steps in to the right-handed hitting Carolden. The 1-1, swing and a miss, tardy on a fastball. One ball, two strikes. Aiden Carolden, he was the pitcher back on Monday, did a nice job, had the walk-off hit, walked his first time up. Van Slambrook looking for a 1-2-3 inning where he'd strike out the side in order. Carolden calls time back in the box. 1-2, and two. Van Slambrook, the offering. Change up away. Oh, wow. Half the Richmond infield was towards the third base dugout. Oh, come on. Same spot he missed with Taylor Barr. The good news is Van Slambrook responded and got him to chase the pitch on the 2-2. Once again, the pitch. Low and outside. And, again, not as emphatic, but a couple other Blue Devil infielders thought that could have been strike three. Counts three and two. Payoff pitch on its way to Carolden. Strike three called. Carolden playing with fire, and on the third pitch, he gets burned. Van Slambrook strikes out the side in order. He has five Ks for the day. We head to the bottom of the third. One to nothing, Yale on top of Richmond. You're listening to High School Baseball and get stuck on sports.com. Every piece of land has a story written by those who work it, like the Nelsons, who cruise around their ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do. It's all about efficiency. That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations. We wouldn't be in ranching without the Gator. Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's locations in Auburn Hills, Badax, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 918 
We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. one nothing. Yale leads here in the bottom of the third. Pastushin fouls off the first pitch he sees, 0-1. Pastushin, Taylor Benetti do up for Yale. Next pitch called. Strike just got that low outside corner. Pastushin in the nine hole. Watches the 0-2 pitch bounce in the other batter's box. One and two. And Yale really trying to Press Richmond. They have the early lead. I want I'm curious to see how this Richmond team responds. The one, two, strike three called. Got the top of the zone. And Nolan Ramos starts off the third with a backwards K. His first punch out of the day. And the lineup turns over. Trey Taylor coming up to bat. Here at Richmond High School, a chilly but sunny day. And this field looking as well as well groomed and as solid as any other field you'll see grass nice and trimmed looks very lush and green first pitch breaking ball called strike to trey taylor the new dugouts and the new backstop here at richmond very well done just all screen no fencing at all in the backstop is the 0-1 swing and a fly ball down the left field line that's hooking out a play foul 0-2 to taylor but Richmond, one of the better parts, one of the better parks to watch a ball game in. And you can tell there's some pride in this program. You can tell they those dedicated to the field do a really nice job with it. Hoping to have something to celebrate here at the, their home field. They need a split with Yale if they want to stay in the BWAC title picture. Owen to the count to Trey Taylor. Nobody on one away. one nothing. Yale here in the third. The 0-2. Just off the plate away. One and two. Richmond coming into today. A game back of Yale. Sitting at 10-1. and one. Richmond 9-2. and two. The 1-2 bounces that home plate. Easy take. 2-2. Two and two. So Richmond now needs some help. If they want to win another BWAC title. A place they are usually... At the top of, not too often you have a BWAC champion and at least Richmond isn't sharing it with someone. The 2-2 pitch on its way, swing and a foul straight back off the backstop. Two balls, two strikes. They will need someone to beat Algonac, whether it's MLA City today, which would be a tall task for the Spartans, or the more likely candidate, North Branch, in their series next week. Ramo into the motion. The 2-2. Swing. Hot shot, but foul down the left field line. Taylor barreled it up just out in front. Ramo's doing a good job mixing up his speeds. Doesn't have any overwhelming stuff, but throws all three pitches. Looks like a changeup, a curve, and a fastball. He's throwing fairly equally. The 2-2. 
in the dirt. And after missing high the first two innings, now Ramo in the dirt a couple times to Taylor. Nobody on, one away. Bottom of the third inning, one to nothing Yale on top of Richmond. The 3-2 to Taylor, swinging a chopper past the mound. Second baseman, Acker, can't field it on the thigh-high bounce. And Trey Taylor reaches on the error. Runner on first. One away, Anthony Bonetti up to bat. And here in the bottom of the third, we've had plenty of base runners. Still don't have a base hit. It's been walks and it's been errors. Bonetti. From the right side, drew a walk his first time up, was stranded at third back in the first inning. Ramo coming set, slide step delivery, misses up high, 1-0. Taylor has some speed at first. You cannot forget about him. Richmond likes to run the, the bases. Don't be surprised if you see a hit and run a fake bunt. Sometimes they'll slash at it. The 1-0 in the dirt, gets away from Barr, and that moves Benetti up to, excuse me, that was Taylor up to second with Benetti at the plate. 2-0. Anthony Benetti, tying run, stands at second base. We're in the bottom of the third. One to nothing, Yale. And Trey Taylor leads off the base. Nolan Ramo looking to strand another Richmond runner. 2-0, showing bunt, pulling back. Benetti misses away, 3-0. And Ramo in, in danger of walking his third straight or his third batter of the day. I believe they're going to intentionally walk Benetti with the base open. And that will bring up Bryce Wesley. Runners on first and second. With one away, Bryce Wesley up to bat. He drew a walk his first time up. Richmond trying to tie it in the third. Throw to second. The tag won't get there. It bounces off the glove of Carolden. They had Taylor picked off at second. And the throw, it was almost surprising for Ramo that he was there. He made the move and expected Taylor to already be sliding back. But when he saw he was off the base, he hustled a throw. He did not expect that pickoff move to work. Runners on first and second with one away. Bryce Wesley at the plate. Home half the third. Yale up one to nothing. Swing and a fly ball right center field. Hustling over Jakubiak. He's called off by Peltier in the right center gap. The throw and they will hold at second as Taylor moves up to third. Bonetti stays at first. But Wesley flies out for out number two. Jackson Jones up to bat. Grounded out to the third baseman his first time up. With runners on first and third, this is how Yale scored their run. Some two-out shenanigans. They The runner going to second tried to get into a rundown, and when they threw to second, Jakubiak came home, and the throw was just a bit too high. So if I'm Yale, you know, it, it's a calculated risk because if you let – Bonetti just takes second base. Then a hit from Jones could score two and you're down. But right now, I think I'm just going to be focused on Jackson Jones. He's the four hitter for Richmond. He's got a good pop from the right side. 
Seen him clear the fence. First pitch to Jones, low and in the dirt, 1-0. and well, With two away, you know if you get Jones out, you're out of the inning. Doesn't matter if Benetti moves up or otherwise. Benetti's on first, Taylor's on third. 1-0 count to Jackson Jones. Pitch to Jones, swing and a chopper to third. Fielded on a second hop by Morton. Throw to the, across the diamond and the scoop off of first by Harrison. And they retire Jones and get out of the inning. Runners on first and third are stranded. We head to the fourth. Yale, one. Richmond, nothing. You're listening to High School Baseball and get stuck on sports.com. The Port Huron Prowlers would like to thank all the fans for their continued support during the 2023 season. Without you fans, McMoran wouldn't be one of the best barns to play in in the FPHL. While the season has come to an end, you can already get your 2023-24 season tickets by going to phprowlers.com to reserve your seat today. Again, go to phprowlers.com to get your 2023-2024 Port Huron Prowlers season tickets. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. Top of the fourth, Yale leading this pitcher's duel one to nothing over Richmond. Send the heart of the Yale order coming up to bat. Layden Morgan, Robbie Harrison, Chazen Morton all coming up to bat. Grant Van Slambrook hasn't been his fault. He hasn't given up a hit. But a pair of second inning errors helped Yale score the only run of the ball game. Grant Van Slambrook working out of the windup. Morgan grounded out into a double play his first time up. First pitch, who he was expecting the fastball and the changeup had him way out on his front foot, swing and a miss from Morgan. Grant Van Slambrook into the motion, the 0-1 offering. Fastball speeding up Morgan. He watches it go by for strike two. 0-2 to Morgan. He's gone slow, he's gone fast. Van Slambrook can go just about anything he'd like here on 0-2, the delivery. Check swing, no swing, says the home plate umpire. Thought we might get an appeal down to first, we did not. One and two, the count to Morgan. Van Slambrook struck out five through the first three innings, looking for number six here, the one-two. Oh, a good-looking fastball. Home plate umpire says it's off the plate away. Has not been giving that outside corner today. That was not a bad-looking pitch from Van Slambrook. A stone-cold take from Morton. Excuse me, from Morgan. The 2-2 fouled away. Count remains 2-2. Two and two. Van Slambrook looking for the put-away pitch. The righty looks in. Gives the nod of approval as he works into the slow, deliberate motion. The 2-2. Two, two. 
Fastball too far up. Counts full. Three balls, two strikes. Yale trying to get the leadoff man on any way they can. The 3-2. Check swing. Saying he went around, and the changeup is picked up by Esslink. They tag out Morton Morgan to complete the out. Sixth punch out of the day for Grant Van Slambrook. Brings up Robbie Harrison, the first baseman. Harrison struck out swinging to lead off the second inning. One to nothing. Yale were in the top of the fourth. Yale trying to add on to their lead. First pitch. Check swing. No swing. Wasn't a bad miss. Maybe just a hair low. One and oh. Van Slambrook into the motion. The one oh. Fastball over at the knees. One ball, one strike. Van Slambrook, he's had a couple of 1-2-3 innings. In fact, he struck out the last four batters he's faced. The 1-1, one, one, too far up the ladder. 2-1. and one. It looks like a much nicer day than it is here at Richmond. Sun's been shining. It hasn't been a cloud in the sky. 2-1, fouled away. 2-2. Two and two. Just an odd cold day in a week where it's supposed to be pretty nice every other day. Two and two. Van Slambrook. Looking in, doesn't like the first sign he gets, nor the second. Agrees with the third into the motion. The two-two. Wave and a miss. Had Harrison thinking fastball. He was way out on his front foot with the breaking ball. Five consecutive strikeouts for Van Slambrook. Seven on the day. And it brings up Chazen Morton. Take a look around the rest of the BWAC just to see what else is going on. There's some big series going on right now. Crosslex leading Armada one to nothing. Crosslex and Armada have both struggled, but the Pioneers up one to nothing. Algonac up three to one on MLA City. Again, Richmond and North Branch, Almont, all hoping MLA City could pull off the stunner. First pitch to Morton, a called strike. And out in Almont, it's six to one North Branch in the early going. North Branch, after being no hit on Monday, coming back with a vengeance. The 0-1 misses low with the fastball to Morton. One ball, one strike, nobody on, two away. We're in the top of the fourth inning. One to nothing, Yale here in Richmond. The 1-1 splits the plate at the thighs. One and two. Grant Van Slambrook looking for his second consecutive 1-2-3 inning. Trying to strike out the side in order once again. The 1-2 pitch on its way. Swing and a miss. Deadly off-speed stuff. And Yale goes down on strikes again. Eight punch outs on the day for Grant Van Slambrook. Six in a row. We head to the bottom of the fourth. Richmond looking for that first run. They trail Yale one to nothing. You're listening to High School Baseball and get stuck on sports.com. 
Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities at affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived is worth remembering. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Bottom of the fourth, one to nothing. Richmond on top of Yale, Yale on top of Richmond, rather. Richmond coming up to bat. Lowers, Esselink, Hitzelberger. Nolan Ramo on the mound. First pitch, a curveball misses away. 1-0, with Yale up 1-0, trying to sweep Richmond. 1-0, swing and a high fly ball, perhaps playable down the left field line. It's hooking, goes out of play. One ball and one strike. Lowers is way out in front. First baseman today for Richmond, grounded out to the pitcher his first time up. Ramo taking time as the ball comes back in play. One ball, one strike. Ramo waiting for a moment as Hitzelberger came out of the dugout just to grab the ball that was thrown in. Ramo working out of the windup. The 1-1 pitch to Lowers. Swing and a pop-up. Shallow right field down the line and it'll slice foul. Peltier in right field had a little bit of a hard time judging it. It's hard to see because the first baseman Harrison started going back, but it was well past the infield. Lands foul. One ball, two strikes to Skyler Lowers. I have to imagine you have to go back a long way to find the last time Richmond was swept in a BWAC series. That's what Yale's trying to do here. The 1-2 swing and a hot shot to short. Fielded on one hop to the backhand. Carolden throw across the diamond and a nice stretch by Harrison's able to pick the low throw and get Lowers out to start the inning. Nobody on, one away. Blake Esselink comes up to bat. Esselink hit it hard last time, but right at Monarch in left field. Neither side has yet to record a hit. First pitch breaking ball too far up the ladder, 1-0. And Richmond needs to find someone to be that leader, be that spark plug for their team. The 1-0 pitch, not a bad miss, but missed it, did away, 2-0. Ramo, again, doesn't have overpowering stuff. Just using the 
The mix-up of pitches he throws to try and keep Richmond batters off balance. The 2-0 fastball over for a strike. 2-1. and Ramo keeps his feet real close together as he works into the windup. The 2-1 fastball, same spot. Two balls, two strikes. Ramo looking for another quiet inning. He actually has not had a 1-2-3, excuse me, 1-1-2-3 inning. The 2-2 comes, a swing, and a miss. Gets Esselink hacking. Second punch out of the day for Ramo. Brings up the designated hitter, Charlie Hitzelberger. Hitzelberger popped out to shortstop last time up. Carolden playing way back at short. First pitch breaking ball drops in belt high for a strike. Richmond's been very patient. I'd like to see maybe just a little more of an aggressive approach, especially with a pitch like that to start off in that bat. The 0-1 misses 1-1. Now, the curveball was a good pitch, but I don't think that's exactly where Ramo wants to locate the curveball. Caught a lot of the plate. The 1-1. Another curveball, another strike. Breaks in perfectly. Now, that's where you want it. Just on the inside part of the plate. A touch above the knees. One ball, two strikes. Ramo looking for the 1-2-3 inning, the pitch. Fastball too high, no chance. Hitzelberger was going to offer it that. Two balls, two strikes, two away, bottom of the fourth. One to nothing. Yale on top. Game two of this BWAC series. Yale took game one on Monday. The 2-2. Swinging a slow tapper to short. Charging in Carolden. It might be hit too soft. Throw to the first, and they get Hitzelberger by a step. I thought the grass might have knocked it down enough, but Hitzelberger out by half a step, and Richmond goes down in order. We've played four. Yale still on top, one to nothing. We don't have a hit yet in the game. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to High School Baseball and get stuck on sports.com. Preferred Seamless Gutters in Emily City has been family owned and operated since 1997. In-house employees, when you call Preferred, you get Preferred. At Preferred, they manufacture all components, making them the warehouse. This ensures prompt installation from Preferred's well-trained and courteous staff, serving St. Clair, Sanilac, Genesee, and northern Macomb counties. Give Melissa a call and she'll be happy to schedule a quote. No high-pressure sales. Just great service from Preferred Seamless Gutters in Imlay City. Call 800-964-6613 today. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer? Teach your grandkids to fish. Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Top of the fifth game moving along quickly, in large part because it's one to nothing with no hits for either side. Connor Jakubiak, Cole Peltier, Nolan Ramo do up for Yale. They have the one nothing lead over Richmond, and right now they're trying to find a way to rattle 
Grant Van Slambrook. He's struck out the last six batters he's faced. He's retired the last seven. Jakubiak reached on an error last time up. First pitch, fastball. Oh, wow. That outside corner non-existent today. That's not a bad pitch. Again, we're slightly on an isometric angle down the third baseline, but that still looks really nice. The 1-0 swing and a mile-high pop-up down the right field line. Three Blue Devils running after it, and it'll just keep slicing and drop in foul territory. There's not a lot of wind here today, and apparently... The, the late bat head of Jakubiak just had the spin to keep it working tore away from all three Blue Devils. It was Bartels, Lowers, and Benetti running from second, first, and right field respectively. They could have all touched each other, and it was still foot away from them. I don't know if they all took bad paths, or that ball just had some wicked, wicked tail on it. The 1-1, wave, and a miss. Kubiak not looking confident with that swing. And Grant Van Slambrook, through the first four innings, has been masterful. Again, no hits. He's walked one, and he struck out eight. A one-two pitch on its way. Swing and a miss. Late decision for Vance, uh, for Jakubiak and Van Slambrook has now struck out seven straight batters. Brings up Cole Peltier. Reached on an error his first time up. And the umpire is, oh, we had to make sure the catcher took a half a step back so he's technically in the dugout. Now we can play a very safe baseball game. Peltier in the box. First pitch from Van Slambrook called strike at the knees. 0-1. Van Slambrook keeps that glove over the chin. He's in a rhythm. At some point, maybe he'll just think about putting a bunt down just to get a ball in play, see if something can happen. The 0-1 check swing. I believe they're going to say Peltier went around. They did 0-2. And Van Slambrook strike away from fanning eight in a row. The 0-2 pitch high and in. Little bend out of the way from Peltier, one and two. Ant Van Slambrook into the motion. Peltier waits in the right handed batter's box. The one, two, slider caught. Peltier looking. Oh, a beauty. And that is 10 strikeouts for Van Slambrook, eight in a row. And, well, that brings up Nolan Ramo. And his job at this point is just get the bat on the ball. Just put one in play. Richmond defense is falling asleep, and it's because Van Slambrook hasn't had hadn't hasn't needed them to work. They could have all been on the in the dugout. Had the same result. First pitch swinging from Ramo hits a line drive into left field. And that breaks up the streak. And that's the first hit of the game for either side here in the top of the fifth. One nothing Yale on top. They have a runner on first with two away. And the two out single brings it to Gavin Acker. And Nolan Ramos, the only player that Van Slambrook has not struck out yet today. Acker struck out to lead off the third. And a time called 
And the uh, home plate umpire going out to have a word with Van Slambrook, and I believe they call the balk. I, I, w- I was looking down at my scorebook when they called the balk. I think he was motioning as if his arm was swinging or something to do with that. That, But he didn't look over to first that I saw. He didn't flinch. So now Ramo moves up into scoring position on the balk. And I wish I could give you an exact reason why the balk was called. There wasn't a whole lot of argument that I could notice from the Richmond side. And I feel like Scott Evans is usually on top of that. We had a balk call earlier in the year here that he didn't agree with and he protested it. This one, nothing from the Richmond dugout. Runner on second, two away. Gavin Acker at the plate. First pitch, swing and a high pop-up. Perhaps playable foul territory. First base side coming over. Lauer is just out of play. There's a lot of foul ground here at Richmond, and Lauer still ran out of it. One of the more spacious foul grounds here at Richmond. Say you have a solid 40, 50 feet of foul ground down each line. Spacious backstop. No balls and a strike to Gavin Acker. Runner on second, Nolan Ramo. He recorded the only hit of the day for either side. Turning around and looking at looking Ramo back to the bag was Van Slambrook. 0-1. Count to Acker. Two away. We are in the top of the fifth. One to nothing, Yale. Van Slambrook set the pitch. Breaking ball drops in perfect. Was that not a strike? Oh, wow. Who? That looked like a pretty nice pitch from Van Slambrook, but that outside corner just, there is no outside corner today. One ball and a strike. Man, that looked like a perfect 0-1 pitch. The 1-1 swing and a foul back out of play from Acker. One ball, two strikes, a base knock for Acker could add on to the Yale lead. One to nothing, we're in the top of the fifth. Nolan Ramos stands on second. He singled and moved over on a balk. Van Slambrook out of the stretch. Keeps that front glove tucked in. Gets the sign from Esselink. Comes set. Holds the ball chest high. Slight knee lift and the pitch. Misses low and away. Two balls, two strikes. Two away and a runner on second. Van Slambrook hasn't had to pitch with too much trouble on the base pass and when there has been trouble, it's not really been his fault. Been a couple of errors. Van Slambrook comes set. The 2-2. Fastball misses up high. Count runs full. And if you walk Acker, he's the nine-hole hitter. The lineup turns over. And Yale has been pesky with two away this series. That's how they scored their only run. It was a strikeout and a ground out to get it started. Then a pair of errors put runners on first and third. And the double steal has scored the game's only run. Van Slambrook steps off the mound. Knows this is a big pitch. James Taylor Barr waits on deck. And Esling going to come out and have a word with his pitcher. Don't know if they had the signals crossed or what. But before a 3-2 pitch, usually not the time you see a catcher go out and talk to talk to his pitcher. 
heading back. Asselink and Gavin Acker working a long at-bat. Even if he doesn't get on, it's still he's made Van Slambrook throw a fair number of pitches. Three balls, two strikes, runner on second, two away. Yale up a run here in the fifth. Van Slambrook comes set, settles in, looks back at the bag, turns around, and man, we're going to have to wait a little longer for this payoff pitch. Van Slambrook looks in, comes set, healthy lead off of second for Ramo. The 3-2, swing and a ground ball left side, picking it up. Taylor bobbles it, throws the first, and they still get Acker by a step. Only hit of the game comes from Nolan Ramo, moves up to second with a balk, but can't do any more with it. We head to the bottom of the fifth. Richmond looking for their first run and their first hit of the game. Yale leads it one to nothing. You're listening to High School Baseball and Get Stuck on Sports.com. Since 1924, St. Clair Landscape and Irrigation has been the leader in the landscape construction industry, handling custom stone walls, brick pavers, tree moving, grading, hydro seeding, sod installation, and more. For a free estimate, give Matt a call at 810-326-1622 or at 810-329-2751. Trust a leader, St. Clair Landscape and Irrigation. Hi, I'm David Boganum, the proud owner of St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. I was born and raised in the Blue Water area, as were many of my sales staff. Here at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we care about your personal experience. As a family-owned dealership, we know car buying can be very stressful. When you buy a car from us, we develop a relationship that lasts longer than the car buying experience. Whether it's our new or pre-owned sales, our award-winning service, parts or more, we are here to take care of you. So come say hello at the corner of Kearney and Fredmore Highway. No appointments needed when you come see your neighbors at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Grant. Bottom of the fifth, one to nothing, Yale on top of Richmond. Richmond quickly running out of outs. Like to get something done sooner rather than later and avoid the sweep. Nolan Ramos has been throwing a gem. Colton Bartels, Luke Pastushin, and Trey Taylor up to bat for Richmond in the home half of the fifth. Ramo working out of the windup. First pitch to Bartels. Beautiful breaking ball. Drops at the knees. 0-1. Ramo. You look at some of the numbers and they don't jump out. Again, only two strikeouts. He's walked three. The 0-1 pitch bounces. And the other stat that you look at and you wouldn't expect the type of performance he's had, 65 pitches, just 36 strikes. Just above, that's about a 55% clip. You know, against the lineup like Richmond, usually they're ones to take advantage of that. But he's been effectively wild. The 1-1 breaking ball too low. Two and one. Bartels from the right side. Keeps an open stance. Bends the knees. Wags the bat over the right shoulder. The 2-1 at the letters for strike two. Looked like it had a little bit of drop to it. Called a changeup. Two balls, two strikes. Ramo. Looks in, takes a deep breath. The 2-2 pitch on its way. Curve ball. Nope. 
Hasn't been a strike all day. It's a good-looking pitch. The count goes full. Richmond didn't get that call in the top half of the inning. Yale not getting it in the bottom half. That's a good pitch from Ramo that goes unrewarded. The 3-2 swing and a foul. Line drive over the first base dugout. I'm a pitcher right now. If I'm Ramo, if I'm Van Slambrook, the way I'm attacking, you got to go a bit low. He's up and down. The home plate umpire has been giving the, the strike even inside a bit. The 3-2 misses away. Ball four. And Bartels draws a leadoff walk. Fourth walk of the day for Ramo. Brings up Luke Pastushin and I'd have to imagine the nine-hole hitter for Scott Evans. Don't be surprised if he turns around to lay one down, get the tie and run in scoring position. one nothing Yale in the fifth. Richmond up to bat. Pastushin shows bunt, pulls back. 1-0. and oh. If you're Ramo, just, hey, throw it at the bat. They're going to give you an out. Take the out. Maybe you try up the zone a little bit to see if you can get them to pop it up. Pick off to first. Cautious lead for Bartels. He's back in sliding. One and zero. Oh. Count two. Pastushin showing bunt pulls bat back misses high and away. Two and zero. Oh. The count to Pastushin and he's he's willing to give himself up. He's saying throw it in here. I'm going to lay it down. I'm going to give you an out to put my to put my runner in scoring position. Just get the out. The third baseman Morton playing about thirty feet from home plate and the pitch misses three and zero. Oh. Pastushin might get him over and just work a walk. 3-0 count. Pastushin shows bunt, pulls back, called strike, 3-1. Runner on first, Colton Bartels. Pastushin showing bunt again, pickoff again, and Harrison just able to reach down and grab it. Avoided the error, three and one. Third baseman, Chazen Morton, he is playing legitimately 30, 40 feet from home plate. He's playing closer than a softball third baseman. Sway, uh, pulls back the bunt, slash attempt, fouled away. And with Morton playing so close, Pastushin was going to pull back and try to just line one by Morton. The 3-2 count, I think Morton can back up. I'd be shocked to see on a three on a two-strike pitch, Pastushin try to lay down the bunt. Morton does back up. Three balls, two strikes. Runner on first, nobody out. Bottom of the fifth, one to nothing. Yale on top. Richmond trying to claw across the tying run. Pick off to first, and again, Bartels back easily. He's not getting a very big league because he knows Pastushin's been trying to lay down the sacrifice bunt. He's showing bunt again. The 3-2 pulled back. Ball four. Fifth walk of the day for Ramo. And now the lineup turns over. But before Trey Taylor comes up to bat, we'll have a meeting at the mound. And we'll see if Ramo stays out there. He's battled bouts of wildness. This feels like a key point for Brian Fowler and his team. 
And I believe we will get a change on the mound. We will. Nolan Ramo heads out after walking two in the fifth. And it looks like we'll be bringing in one of the outfielders. We'll take a figure it all out when we come back. One to nothing. Yale on top of Richmond. We're in the bottom of the fifth. But Richmond has a couple of runners on. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to High School Baseball here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Hi, I'm David Bogan. I'm the proud owner of St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. I was born and raised in the Blue Water area, as were many of my sales staff. Here at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, we care about your personal experience. As a family-owned dealership, we know car buying can be very stressful. When you buy a car from us, we develop a relationship that lasts longer than the car buying experience. Whether it's our new or pre-owned sales, our award-winning service, parts or more, we are here to take care of you. So come say hello at the corner of Kearney and Fredmore Highway. No appointments needed when you come see your neighbors at St. Clair Chrysler Dodge Jeep Richmond with their best chance to tie this game up. We're in the bottom of the fifth. Cole Peltier on the mound. one nothing Yale in the lead, but Bartels and Pastushin on second and first respectively. Top of the order coming up for Richmond. Trey Taylor, first batter, shows bunt, pulls back, called, strike, 0-1. Trey Taylor 0-2 today. He grounded out and reached on an error last time up. Off of second, Bartels. Off of first, Pastushin. The 0-1. Breaking ball drops in 0-2. I have to imagine they're going to have Trey Taylor swing away. He's showing bunt. The shortstop, Carolden, coming in to play it. And he'll bunt one above the zone. Picked up by Peltier. Thought about going to third. Turned around. Went to first. And Trey Taylor ex executes the sacrifice bunt perfectly, puts Bartels on third and Pastushin on second. Anthony Benetti comes up to bat. 0 for 2 today, been a walk, a pair of walks. He was intentionally walked last time, and he'll be intentionally walked again. Talk about getting the treatment. Bases are loaded. One away. Bryce Wesley up to bat. So believe it or not, still no hits for Richmond, but they have the bases loaded. And they could theoretically tie this up without a hit. Just a fly ball from Bryce Wesley, which he did last time, flied out to right. 
could score the runner from third Bartels. First pitch. Called strike. Wow. That one was a bit below the knees. Again, the home plate umpire has been given a little up and a little down. It's in and out where there has been negative wiggle room. Peltier comes set. The 0-1, another called strike near that same spot, 0-2. Bases loaded. Bartels at third. Pastushin second. Benetti on first. 0-2 count with one away here in the fifth. Yale holding on to a one-run lead. The 0-2 gets away from Barr, picks it up, throw to the plate, gets away from the pitcher Peltier, and we have a tie ball game. The pass ball moves everyone up. One ball, two strikes. Bryce Wesley give his team the lead. Still no hits for Richmond, but we're tied at one. Wesley just needs to do a job. Infield in for Yale. Trying to cut down the go-ahead run here in the bottom of the fifth. Wesley. From the right side, runners on first and second, one away, the one-two. Swing and a high chopper foul down the third baseline. Count remains one and two. Wesley steps back in. Peltier looking for some weak contact, a pop-up, a slow grounder to the corner infielder, anything he can get. The one-two gets away from Barr. He moves up the throw to the plate, the tag safe call by the home plate umpire and now Richmond has the lead I've never seen a one-arm safe call before so I, I wasn't sure if he was going to ring him up but umpire didn't want to drop his mask two to one Richmond on top on a pair of pass balls and Benetti moves up to third Two balls, two strikes, two to one, Richmond. Still no hits, but Richmond has the lead. Peltier comes set, the 2-2. Misses low and away, three and two. Three balls, two strikes. Coming set, Peltier, the pitch. Swing and a high fly ball down the left field line coming over Monarch into foul ground. Settles in, brings it in. They will tag Bonetti. No, he'll hold up at third, and it was a heck of a throw from Monarch. It was the right call to hold Bonetti at third, and with two away, it'll take a base knock to add in an insurance run. Two to one, Richmond on top here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Jackson Jones up to bat. Jones, a pair of ground outs to the left side. Both his ground balls have gone to the third baseman, Morton. First pitch. Breaking ball away. Ball one. Jones, nice would be a nice time for the first base knock for Richmond. Add on to their slim lead. The 1-0. Breaking ball away, 2-0. Cole Peltier works back on the mound. Trying to limit the damage here in the fifth. Runner on third, two away. Two runs already home this inning. 
the 2-0 way outside 3-0. Skyler Lowers waits on deck. And Peltier struggling finding the strike zone. Much like his predecessor, Nolan Ramo, not really pounding the zone. The 3-0 strike called low low inside corner. Three balls, one strike. Peltier looks in, comes set. Jones holds the bat over the right shoulder. The 3-1 low and away, ball four. That is the fourth walk of the inning. Runners on the corners. Skyler Lowers up to bat. At the plate, the first baseman, number four. 2-1 Richmond, bottom of the fifth. They've claimed their first lead of the day here in this half inning. Jones on first, Benetti on third. Coming set, Peltier. First pitch, check swing, and a foul towards the Yale dugout on the first base side, 0-1. No balls in a strike. Skyler Lowers grounded out to fur, grounded out to the pitcher and grounded out to the shortstop in his two at bats. Swing, ground ball left side, and it'll stop by a diving Carolden, and he won't have a play. Infield hit for Skyler Lowers drives in the run. Richmond's up three to one here in the fifth. Jones up to second. And there wasn't much anyone could do once it got by Morton. It was a nice effort by Carolden to dive, but it was too deep in the hole, and there wasn't much of a chance to get Lowers. Blake Esselink comes up to bat, trying to keep this rally going. The first pitch misses away, ball one. Blake Esselink struck out swinging last time. First at bat, hit a laser to the left fielder, Monarch. Peltier, the pitch, swing, high fly ball, left field line. That will go out of play. Foul. One ball, one strike. Esselink. Catcher for Richmond. Three to one, Richmond on top. They pushed across all three runs this inning. Trying to add on to their lead. We enter the late innings. Time called. And the home plate umpire coming out to have a word with the pitcher. I have no idea what that was about. No one moved up. It wasn't a bot call. All right. Whatever it was is settled. The 1-1 pitch. Called. Strike. Hey, the outside corner was caught for about the first time today. One ball, two strikes. Blake Esseling, runner on second, Jones, runner on first, Lowers. Peltier set, the one-two, swing and a miss, late decision to hack at it from Esseling, and the strikeout ends the inning, but not before Richmond pushes across three runs on just a hit, but we head to the top of the sixth, Richmond three, Yale one, you're listening to High School Baseball and get stuck on sports.com. Whether you're looking for a safer, easier to maintain walk-in tub or shower, or a whole new updated and complete renovation, you need to call Luxury Bath by Mobility Remodelers. You could have a beautiful tub or walk-in shower and save more than 50% over traditional remodelers. 
remodeling. They offer hundreds of combinations of colors, patterns, and accessories featuring microband technology. Call 810-385-1700 for a free in-home consultation and look for their new showroom in the Birchwood Mall. Luxury bath and mobility remodelers. Imagine what they can do for you. Looking for a spot after the game? Lighthouse Cafe is just a half mile from Algonac High School. They have hot dogs, conies, pulled pork, and more. Of course there's hand-dipped ice cream, specialty coffee, and their famous bubble tea. Check out the Lighthouse Cafe on Facebook and mention you heard their ad on Get Stuck on Sports to get a dollar off your bubble tea. The Lighthouse Cafe in Algonac. Top of the sixth inning, three to one, Richmond on top of Yale. And it is now Yale who is chasing Yale. Oh, Richmond putting up three runs in the bottom half of the fifth. It's James Taylor Barr, Aiden Carolden, Grant Van Slam, or excuse me, Layden Morgan that will face Grant Van Slambrook, who has been just absolutely solid. For Richmond, he's given up one hit, no earned runs. He struck out 10, only walked one. He's done about everything you could ask him to do on the mound, and now his offense has helped him out a bit. Van Slambrook coming back on the mound. James Taylor Barr been a strikeout victim twice over. Van Slambrook into the motion. First pitch, bunt, push down the third baseline. It'll hot foul. Wow. That was going to look like a perfect bunt. Instead, it goes foul. And I like the idea from Brian Fowler and his team. Try to lay one down. Put a ball in play. Last time through the order, Van Slambrook struck out seven of nine batters and only one got a base hit. Nolan Ramo. Van Slambrook goes into the motion. The 0-1 pitch. Misses low with the changeup. One ball, one strike. Infield, especially the left side, playing a bit in. Taylor just passed the, the cutout of the grass. The 1-1. Can't find that outside corner. It has been a you need to work inside, you need to work high, you need to look low. You are not working away from these right-handed hitters today. 2-1 pitch on its way. Ooh, it doinked Taylor Barr in the helmet. That's the first real bad miss of the day for Van Slambrook. Brings Aiden Carolden up to bat. Yale. Trying to find a way to tie it up here in the top of the sixth. Three to one Richmond. Carolden as times called. Home plate umpire doing something with the box. I don't know if they're trying to figure out where exactly the batter's box ends. And I think we're ready to go. Runner on first, nobody out. Carolden showing bunt. Half-hearted look over at first. Van Slambrook didn't offer. 
But Carolden, he's got a decent bat. Yeah, and had the walk-off hit on Monday. Pick off to first and not even a step and a half off the base. Taylor Bard, it was, I wouldn't even call it a slide. He just fell down back towards first. Wasn't far enough off to slide. Carolden showing bunt. Third baseman Taylor coming in. Throw, and he's pulled back. Called strike. It pops out of the glove of Esselink. And Taylor Barr takes second. Stolen base for Taylor Barr. And now another time called. This time we'll get a dust off of home plate. If you're Yale, if you can just get one run back here in the sixth, that's your thought process. Get one back and and try to get one back here in the sixth, give you a chance in the seventh. It's time called is something with Van Slambrook and Esling. Their wires have been crossed. They've had a couple meetings on the mound. I don't know. If when a runner gets on second, sometimes you change up your signals. And with some of the success Van Slambrook is having, they haven't had to do it too much. Van Slambrook trying to strand the leadoff man. He's at second. That's James Taylor Barr, Aiden Carolden at the plate. Bunt not out of the question. Try to move him up to third. He shows bunt, infield coming in. The pitch, stabbed at, missed, 0-2 to Carolden. No balls, two strikes. Have to imagine Carolden has to swing away now. Grant Van Slambrook looks in, looking for strikeout number 11. Carolden chokes up on the bat, keeps it out in front of the right shoulder. The 0-2 pitch. Fastball low, one and two. Runner on second, James Taylor Barr. He could help cut into this deficit. 3-1 Richmond. We are in the sixth. Van Slambrook holds the glove in tight, comes set. Looks back to the bag. No one really covering. He'll turn around and just look Taylor Barr back to second. One ball, two strikes as this very long at-bat continues. Van Slambrook comes set, trying to set down Carolden on strikes with the second straight time. The one-two swing, ground ball left side. Taylor comes up, bobbles it, won't have a play. And the error puts runners on first and second with nobody out and the heart of the Yale order coming up to bat. Layden Morgan coming to the dish. He is grounded into a double play and struck out. And Van Slambrook, his pitch count, not bad yet, but something to worry about. Scott Evans coming out to have a word with his infield. Van Slambrook at 77 pitches, so he still has about 40 left if Scott Evans wants to use them. And another error for Richmond. It has not been a solid week for Richmond defensively. And everyone's taking their turn. Couple errors on Monday, whether they were mental or physical, allowed Yale to score really three of their four runs. 
here in on Wednesday, an error has put runners on first and second with nobody out in the sixth. And Richmond needs this game to stay within a game of Algonac as they lead as they lead MLA City 4-2. So a closer game than you'd expect. But a 4-2 lead for MLA City or Algonac over MLA City. Armada leads Cross Lex 4-1. And North Branch leading Almont 6-3 and other BWAC scores. One ball, two, or excuse me, new batter is Layden Morgan. Runners on first and second. Taylor Barr on second. Carolden on first. Morgan yet to record a hit. Now would be a good time for it. Yale only one hit on the day. The first pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Shallow center field. Pastushin coming over. Brings it in. On the run, the throw to second. In time. They've doubled off. The runner at second, Taylor Barr, he got a little too excited. And it was a close play, and the field umpire rings him up. And for the second time, Lane Morgan hits into a double play, this time the 8-6 variety. And the threat for Yale has severely lessened as Robbie Harrison comes up to bat. Oh, no, excuse me. We'll have a pinch hitter. That will be number 13 for Chris Haywood. He pinch hit back on when on Monday, laid down a sacrifice bunt. So Haywood comes in for Harrison. I have to imagine Harrison will come back in. So Haywood batting for Harrison, who had struck out twice in this game. Runner on first, two away. 3-1 Richmond. We're in the top of the sixth. Yale running out of chances. 8-6 double play. Has neutralized the two-on, nobody-out threat. Haywood right-handed batter. Steady is the first pitch from Van Slambrook. Swing and a ground ball outside of the third base bag. Foul. 0-1 to Haywood. Runner on first, Carolden. Yale trying to scrap across a run. At least if you can get it to one run in the seventh, you can find a ways to, to manufacture one in the seventh. Try to cause a little chaos, but in the... Down two, it just feels like a much higher mountain to climb. The 0-1, a called strike, 0-2. And Van Slambrook looking for the 11th punch out of the day. The righty, working from the stretch, gets the sign, comes set. Esseling sets up. Leg kick, the delivery. Swing and a miss. Scott Haywood on strikes. 11 punch outs for Van Slambrook. And the double play helps neuter the Yale threat. We go to the bottom of the sixth. 
three to one Richmond on top. They'll look to add a little bit of insurance. You're listening to High School Baseball and get stuck on sports.com. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Hey, Stuck On Sports fans, it's Jane Williams from Kimball Appliance. Stop in and see me for the best in-stock selection of appliances, furniture, and beds. I will beat all deals and personally take care of you. I'm here on Fridays until 7 p.m. and Saturdays until 3 p.m. I know many of you because this is my hometown. Go Saints! Richmond trying to add on a little bit of insurance before Yale comes to bat in the seventh. We're in the bottom of the sixth. Three to one Richmond on top. Hitzelberger, Bartels, Pastushin, the scheduled hitters. Cole Peltier, his job, keep the deficit right where it's at. Three to one. Peltier tries to bunt the first pitch he sees. Misses 0-1. Hitzelberger has popped out and grounded out both the short and his first two at-bats. The 0-1 breaking ball too far up. One ball, one strike. Hitzelberger taps home plate. Peltier into the motion. The 1-1. Called strike, man, just below the knees. Then up and down. There's been leeway. In and out, especially out, there is not. The one-two pitch on its way from Peltier. Curveball doesn't break enough. Two balls, two strikes. Shadows getting longer here at Richmond. The two-two pitch, breaking ball too low. Last one didn't have enough break. That one broke too much below the knees, and the counts run full to the designated hitter, Charlie Hitzelberger. Peltier in the motion, the 3-2, swing and a fly ball, left field. It is hooking, it is foul, out of play. Three balls, two strikes. Hitzelberger, solid leadoff at bat for Richmond. Peltier struck out Esselink to end the fifth, trying to get a punch out to start the sixth. Peltier into the motion. The righty delivers. Swing. Fly ball. Right center field. That could be trouble. And it'll split the outfielders. It'll bounce to Ramo. And going to second. Hitzelberger. The throw. The tag. Not in time. Oh, my goodness. Unless they're saying he missed the tag. Who I sure thought Charlie Hitzelberger was about to get rung up. Saying he went under the tag. Who? He's got a better view. The ball certainly beat him. He took about three, four seconds to think about it, but Charlie Hitzelberger will get a double on his line to lead off the sixth. Colton Colton Bartels up to bat. He's showing bunt immediately. 
First pitch thrown, stabbed at, missed, strike one. Runner on second, Hitzelberger. Nobody out, bottom of the sixth, 3-1 to one Richmond. Looking for any extra runs they can get, any extra cushion they can give Van Slambrook as he looks for the complete game, assuming he comes back out. The 0-1 to Bartels, bunted foul back over the catcher. 0-2. No balls, two strikes. Peltier back on the mound. Lead-off double from Charlie Hitzelberger as the Blue Devils in business for the second straight inning. That was actually only the second hit of the day for Richmond. Pick off the second, back in easily, Hitzelberger. That was the first hit of the day for Richmond that got out of the infield. No balls, two strikes. Bartels. Showing bunt with two away. The third baseman, Morton, halfway down the line. The pitch, the bunt, goes foul. And that's a pretty easy strikeout for Cole Peltier. Bartels will go back to the dugout. Luke Pastuchin will come to the box. The nine-hole hitting center fielder. Try to push across Charlie Hitzelberger. He stands on second. Three to one, Richmond. On top in the bottom of the sixth. Yale took game one. They had to come from behind in that one, trying to do it again. The first pitch to Pastushin. Oh, wow, a good breaking ball. It it missed over the plate. 1-0. Oh. oh, wow. Strike zone is tall and skinny today. Peltier comes set. The 1-0 pitch. That one way too high. Easy take for Pastushin. 2-0. Runner on second, Hitzelberger. Peltier comes set. Looks back at the bag, brings the leg up, delivers. Swing, fly ball, right center field coming in, Jakubiak, and he'll actually give way to the second baseman, Acker, coming back onto the outfield grass for the second out. Two away here in the sixth. Lineup turns over, Trey Taylor comes up to bat. 0 for 2 today, laid down a sack bunt his last time up. Time called, dust off the umpire, or dust off the home plate from the umpire as Taylor looking for his first knock. Charlie Hitzelberger led off the inning with a double. He's still standing on second. Peltier trying to keep this a two-run deficit before we head to the seventh. First pitch. Swing and a foul off the bat of Taylor. 0-1. Time called. Going to get a pinch runner for Hitzelberger with two away. Oh, nope. Just kidding. Scott Evans called time, said we want a pinch runner, and then coming out of the box or out of the dugout, Someone came running out, and then he said, nope, never mind, and sent him back in. The 0-1 pitch, breaking ball, called strike two. Oh, it looked like Anthony Schroeder came out of the, the dugout, excited, ready to run, and then he got two steps out and was sent back in. 
The 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Trey Taylor set down on strikes, and that'll end the sixth. We head to the seventh. Yale needs a pair of runs, 3-1. to one. Richmond on top. You're listening to High School Baseball and GetStuckOnSports.com. Francic Water Conditioning, your authorized independent Connecticut dealer, wants you to get the ball rolling to better living through better water. It's good to know you have someone in your corner with a full line of whole house and at-the-sink filtering systems. Call 800-848-5150 to schedule your free in-home water analysis and plumbing audit. The best quality water is within reach with Francic Water Conditioning and Kinetico. Call us at 800-848-5150. Dine out with the feel of being at home when you visit the Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 8 a.m. and serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin has daily specials like Taco Tuesday, Polish Wednesday, Italian Thursday, Prime Rib Friday, Barbecue Rib Saturday, and Homestyle Sunday. Come and try Chef Susie's world-famous soups and sauces, too. The Hogtown Tavern in Melvin. We're all friends here. Top of the seventh, Yale needs a pair of runs. Grant Van Slambrook coming back out to try and finish the job. He'll face, or at least scheduled to face, Chazen Morton, Connor Jakubiak, and Cole Peltier. Morton and Jakubiak both have bats waiting in the on-deck area. Richmond needs this win. Look around the league, Algonac. Looks like they'll get the win over MLA City 7-2. And the other BWAC game of North Branch on top of Almont 6-3. That essentially makes it a two-team race going into the final week. Richmond, should they hold on, would be be 10-2. Algonac 11-1. Algonac has a series with North Branch. Richmond has a series with Almont. Chazen Morton up to bat, 0 for 2 with a strikeout. Grant Van Slambrook has been so excellent today. One unearned run, struck out 11. First pitch swinging from Morton, ground ball left side. Picked up by Wesley, throw across the diamond. Not in time! Oh, the umpire went to up with the right hand and at the last moment said, just kidding, he's safe. And Morton gets on with a leadoff single. Oh, he was ready to ring up Morton. It was a bang-bang play. I think it could have made a case for either side. But when he went up with the right hand, everyone in Richmond went, okay, good, we got the leadoff man out. Connor Jakubiak comes up. He represents the game tying run. Righty, 0 for 2 today. Pick off to first. Back in with a head-first slide, Morton. If you're Grant Van Slambrook, you don't want to worry about him too much. That run means nothing. If you get the men at the coming up to the plate, well, you'll win the game. Jakubiak 0 for 2. First pitch from Van Slambrook. High and in. Jakubiak turns out of the way. One and oh. Count to Jakubiak. He is the sixth hitter in the order. The one oh. Called strike. You get that one. Maybe a touch above the letters. That's where the umpires had some leeway up high. 
Runner on first, nobody out. 1-1 one, one count, 2 Connor Jakubiak, 3-1 Richmond here in the seventh. The 1-1 one, one called strike at the knees. Thought about it for a second, went up with the right hand, 1-2. and two. Jakubiak has to protect Richmond and get away with this win. They scored three in the fifth to give themselves the lead. The one, two, strike three. Call looked like a slider. And an even dozen for Grant Van Slambrook. He's been punching out Bulldogs all day long. One on, one away. And that brings up Cole Peltier. Now the pitcher, 0 for 2, reached on an error and and struck out his last time up. Van Slambrook would love the ground ball. First pitch over for no. Oh, my goodness. That was thigh-high outer third of the plate, and it catches the zone for ball one. 1-0 pitch. Swing and a fly ball. Center field going back past Dushin. He's on his horse, but he's able to track it down. He was playing well in. He worked deep into the right center gap and past Stushin. Did a nice job, had a good jump, a good first step, not a lot of wasted movement getting to the spot he needed to, and Yale is down to their final out. Nolan Ramo comes up to bat, has the only hit today for Yale. Singled his first time up, or second time up rather. Went after the first pitch. First pitch swing, ground ball left side, backhanded by Taylor, throw across the diamond, one hops into the glove of Skyler Lowers and Richmond, takes game two of the series, will split the series, and they get the 3-1 win over Yale behind a gem from Grant Van Slambrook. 3-1 your final. When we come back, we'll recap it and more on the Get Stuck on Sports postgame show. Ted's Coney Island is a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Dine in, carry out, or drive through. Ted's is family friendly with menu options for everyone and they support local high school sports programs. Ted's Coney Island has three convenient locations to serve you. At the north end of Port Huron near Kroger, at the south end of Port Huron on 24th Street just north of Port Huron High, and in Richmond on M19 in Gratiot. Ted's Coney Island, a great place to get a great meal at a great price. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out the brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. Go into TP Logos and I can assure you, you're going to find something you love for whatever area team you root for. If they don't have what you need, they'll custom make it just for you. That's TP Logos, 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. 
Grace Memorial is here to serve you during your time of need. With four locations in Port Huron, Kimball, Marine City, and Clinton Township, Grace will take care of all of your needs. They offer funeral services, cremations, burials, monuments, and celebration of life services. Call 810-985-4351 to get in contact. They offer superb service with exceptional facilities and affordable prices. Grace Memorial, because a life well lived is worth remembering. Hey guys, my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag, let me tell you what, he knows quality appliances and how to make your home run smoother. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made appliances from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen forever. His high-efficiency front and top-load washers will not only save you money, but handle your laundry in half the time. Miller Maytag's main goal is to satisfy all your appliance needs. Stop in today a quarter of a mile south of McLaren Hospital. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. One, two, three, your free bail bonds. We're family helping families. Have a loved one in jail? Call one, two, three, your free for bail. Open 24 hours a day, seven days a week with licensed agents statewide to help you in just minutes. Call 810-320-0200. That's 810-320-0200 or see Kevin at 2700 Pine Grove Avenue in Port Huron. It's as easy as 123, you're free. 123, you're free. Bail bonds. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports postgame show. Low scoring affair. I only had three hits in the ball game, but Richmond takes the three to one win over Yale to split the series and stay in BWAC title contention. Not much scoring to go over in the top of the second inning. Yale was able to push across a couple runs and they did so without a hit. An error uh, by the first baseman, an error by the third baseman, put runners on first and third. They had first and third. They throw down to second, trying to get the runner between first and third. Runner comes home. The throw comes. The tag just a little bit too late. one nothing Yale would stay there until the bottom of the fifth where Richmond would get the first two batters on via the walk. They would, That would chase Nolan Ramo. Cole Peltier comes in. Zach Bunt, intentional walk to load the bases. A shallow flyout, but bases loaded with two away. And then a pass ball, a pass ball, scored two runs. Skyler Lowers singles in a run. Three to one, Yale or Richmond over Yale. And that was all the scoring. That was all there was left to do. Grant Van Slambrook was magnificent for Richmond today. He goes seven innings, one hit, one walk, one hit batter. He fans 12, and at one point, he struck out seven, excuse me, eight straight Yale Bulldogs. 
take another break. When we come back, we'll finish up the post-game show and the broadcast. You're listening to High School Baseball and GetStuckOnSports.com. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. Here on Title Company has been locally owned and operated since 1982. They are the problem solvers. Whether buying or selling a home or property, the goal is to make each transaction a success. Here on Title Company provides a full range of title and escrow services for buyers and sellers. They work hard to keep your best interests in mind throughout the entire process, and one of the owners is a practicing attorney, setting us apart from our competition. Here on Title Company, call 810-987-2141 or 1-800-878-4853. Hey guys, my friend Scott down at Miller Maytag, let me tell you what, he knows quality appliances and how to make your home run smoother. Let the appliance experts at Miller Maytag help you pick the best American-made appliances from Maytag, KitchenAid, Whirlpool, and more. Freestanding double ovens will change your kitchen forever. It's high-efficiency front and top-load washers will not only save you money, but handle your laundry in half the time. Miller Maytag's main goal is to satisfy all your appliance needs. Stop in today a quarter of a mile south of McLaren Hospital. Miller Maytag is a proud supporter of local high school athletics. Zimmer Roofing has been serving Eastern Michigan and the Thumb for over 35 years. Family owned since 1984, Zimmer Roofing is a full service commercial and residential roofing contractor specializing in flat and low slope roofing systems as well as shingles, metal and insulated wall panels. When you need reliable service from a contractor that you trust who stands by their work, call Zimmer today at 810-966-6991 and request a quote. Zimmer Roofing and Construction experienced and trustworthy. Back here on the Get Stuck on Sports post-game show. 3-1 to one win for Richmond over Yale. Grant Van Slambrook has a sensational performance. Goes the distance, strikes out 12. Only walks one, only gives up one Yale hit. He was phenomenal at one point, striking out eight Yale Bulldogs in a row. With the win, Richmond moves to 12-2 and two in league play. They are a game back still of Algonac. Their loss on Monday really hindered their league title chances see if the Algonac game has gone officially final yet what has been official North Branch beats Almont six to four to make it a to bring North Branch and Almont both to nine and three in league play Algonac up eight to two over MLA City that game currently in the top of the six so it looks like Algonac will hold on should they hold on Richmond, a game back of Algonac. Richmond takes on Almont next week. They need a sweep, and they need North Branch to take just one of two from Algonac. That'll do it for me here from Richmond High School. Again, Richmond knocks off Yale 3-1 to 
here at Richmond to split the series and take game two behind a gem from Grant Van Slambrook. That'll do it for me. I've been Brady Beaton. Forget stuck on sports.com. Thank you so much for listening and help you all have a safe and wonderful Wednesday night. You've been listening to high school baseball on the Blue Water Area's leader in live play-by-play of high school sports. Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. For future game broadcasts, please check out our schedule page at getstuckonsports.com.